to boldly go where no one has gone before. You are a space marine, because it's because it's a film about Buzz Lightyear, not not a film about the toy. Then, wait, I'm a space marine. Yeah, cool. We all have jetpacks now and yeah. lasers. Oh and... right. Wait a minute. Oh god, why does it say Andy on my foot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a toy. Uh. I'm a real toy. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe that's what this whole film was. It's just Andy's imagination, and Andy's secretly in an insane asylum, yeah. and he's just imagining all <laughs> oh, this. Oh god, that's dark. I know, right? <laughs> you know, like, oh, the toys talk to him. Sure, sure they do. Yeah, Andy. yeah. Take sure your pills. Do. Take your pills. Get in your stranger. <laughs> anyway, rated PG. <laughs> I'd watch that. Anyway, rated PG for possibly Gaga. <laughs> uh, so yes, welcome this, to uh, this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And this recording will be available on Friday, Friday, Friday. But on Sunday, 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 we saw Lightyear. We did indeed. Indeed. Earlier, earlier this day. Indeed. And uh, already good. Not about. It's not about the. Ah, uh, oh, no, they're called Goodyear. Damn it! I was thinking. I was going to say it's not about the tire company. That's Goodyear. Well, I was going to say there's a lot of buzz surrounding this film. We... Um, and although it's a light time of year. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's what I got. <laughs> that's the uh, well, uh, yes. Welcome to the show. Welcome. We are talking about the film that came out Friday? Last Friday? Yes. Yeah. Friday just gone. But when you hear this, it will be a week Friday. Indeed. And uh, it's, it's it's only blimmin' gone be blimmin' light years. It's, it's been buzz. light years. Uh, uh, yes. It's been. How much is a light year? It's a lot more than a, 90, light, a light year. Is if you were traveling at the speed of light, it would take you a year to get there. So it's been. When did the first Toy Story come out? Nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. And it's two thousand. It's two thousand. Uh, it's, it's been 20, 27 years. Twenty-seven light years. Jesus. Toy Story is nearly as old as me, but it'll never be quite as old as me. <laughs> get off my lawn, kids. Toy Story will be able to say that soon. <laughs> um, yes. Well, what as you usual, said, welcome to no, we that haven't. Damn film show. Welcome to that damn film show. We probably should have said that. I'm I'm Flan. I, I'm Dilm. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. You know, we're uh, at a level. We're at a level. Oh god, we even had the same ideas for intros. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll kick it off with the socials as usual before we pull into uh, Dan's lovely synopsisation. <laughs> uh, we've got Facebook.com forward slash that damn film show. Twitter.com forward slash damn film show and instagram is that damn film show with underscores under each word and you all seem to like lord of the rings stuff so we'll post a bit more of that because everyone seemed to like that and comment on it i think it's because it's I bloody mean, lord of the rings people have you met that don't like lord of the rings it's definitely in the minority i'd say i've met a it's few true. people but then someone else will come up and slap them in the face and be like what are you talking about <laughs> fucking watch it again okay i'm sorry pay attention <laughs> Go away and play with your fucking wands. <laughs> go, go, 
go out and tell everyone I don't like Lord of the Rings. Whose fucking idea was that? <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, Dan, do you want to kick us off with some uh, synopsizing? I can indeed. So, when the film opens... Um, Little quote, he's... isn't it? Well, not quote, but like text. Oh, yeah, it gives a bit of backstory. So, to explain, we kind of mentioned it before, but this is technically a prequel. Yeah, Because the original Toy Story... Buzz is based on a character yeah. who fights in the Space Corps. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a space marine in the Space Corps who goes on missions and does all this stuff. And obviously in Toy Story, he thinks he's, he's that. that character, but he's actually the toy. So this is that film, mm. and it says that at the start of the film. This is the film that made Buzz Lightyear a popular character. Yeah. And when we're introduced to him, he is on a... I think they're scouting a planet, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, they turn up in this ship, and it's him and his partner, who is Alicia Hall- Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. They're investigating this planet, then they get attacked. Basically, they kind of get stranded on this planet. Yeah. And then they have to figure out a way to get off the planet, and time travel comes into it. Yes, quite heavily as well. Quite heavily. Uh, Hyperdrives, that sort of thing. Obviously, light year, travelling faster than speed of light. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to say much more than that. Yeah. The, ho- the whole film is... It's a strange film because it... A lot of it technically takes place on the same planet, mm. but different in different in at different times. Yeah. And throughout the whole film, Buzz is trying to figure out a way to get off the planet and the way to do that is by testing the hyperdrive. Yes. But every time he uses the hyperdrive, he, he, he and it fails. It he fails, yeah. He doesn't grow any older, but everyone else does. Yes. So basically, this film is interstellar for kids. <laughs> yeah, which I absolutely loved. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really want to say much more. Yeah, than that. going any further than that kind of spoils the story. But um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And I'm just kind of realizing in my head that if this is the film Andy watched as a kid, then that means this would be live action to him. Oh, God, that's weird. That's a very weird thought, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is really strange. Um, but yeah, uh, I've, I've only literally just in searching up Lightyear on IMDb, noticed that all of the reviews of it seem to be like really low. And I have no idea why, because it was blooming great. They are, but you've got to take into account that idiots. IMDb is full of idiots because they're personal reviews. Yeah. And they're genuinely quite harsh anyway uh yeah i i'm seeing other ones like this ones from like different uh news outlets the guardian gave it a two star which is bullshit yeah but the guardian are up their own asses yeah if there isn't an oscar winning scene then they don't really care sadly it looks like it hasn't done that well in box office either sadly which is a shame because it deserves to mm. yeah it's a solid film but uh, yeah, yeah, very good film, and it's it's a bit darker for a Pixar film. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it has some sort of upset, not upsetting themes, I guess, but darker themes than what you'd expect from anything related to Toy Story. Um. It's almost an action film as well. Yeah, places. there's quite a lot of action in it, and uh, quite a good, really good character piece as well. Like on Buzz's character, I thought. Um. And. I, it, yeah, I guess it's kind of like, 
yeah, yeah, I guess it is overall a character piece because it follows quite a few different characters, mm. but kind of has like a core set that it goes through. And it yeah. is a family film in the sense of there are there are some quite funny, silly jokes. Mm. But I get what you're saying. It does feel a bit darker in tone, yeah, and a bit more serious. But I think that's deliberate because if you remember the quintessential scene from Toy Story Two that everyone loves. Mm-hmm is the scene where you think it's Buzz and an actual oh, mission yeah. at the start. Yeah, the, the Super Nintendo game with the best possible the best graphics possible ever. Graphics. And is it Rex playing Rex it? Rex playing it. And that, I remember at the time, and I'm sure everyone else thought it at the time, mm. I want a whole film yeah. of that. This is pretty much that Pretty film. much the idea. Like This film actually like has like little Easter eggs and homages to stuff from the Toy Story films. Yeah. Like pretty much every quote that Buzz has ever said is in this in these film in this film somewhere. I think the opening line is is almost word for word what he says when he lands in Andy's room. Yeah, even down to the, to the bouncing on the bed. Yeah, it's yeah. A squishy surface. It's really good. Yeah, that was a nice little nod. But um, yeah, because it's following the actual character of Lightyear. I think it kind of has to be more serious because he takes himself ser- the whole yeah. joke in Toy Story is he that takes himself seriously. He as a toy he takes himself seriously and then Woody points out you don't need to cuz you're, you're not actually like you you're just a toy. Mm. So but with the film it makes sense that everyone else and there is still quite a lot of humor. Yeah, but it's it comes, still funny. He's more I guess he is the straight character out of the lot and it's more the surrounding characters which are funny like socks yeah exactly <laughs> whereas in the toy story franchise they're all buzz if anything gets sillier as the franchise goes on yeah um yeah o- o- overall a very damn good film and uh probably one of my more favorite pixar ones like pixar have always made good films we've had a few dips here and there but uh yeah this is definitely like one of their top top ones i would say um they're probably one of the only companies as well that will put something forth and you'll be like really yeah they'll say we're doing a spin-off or a sequel to a franchise that should have really ended mm. but in their defense they usually pull it off <coughs> in the same fran- in the same franchise <coughs> toy story 4 was awesome mm. no one expected it to be yeah i thought this was really good i didn't expect it to be part of the reason i also was hesitant with this film was it was because I didn't know until sort of later that it was about uh, Lightyear, the character, not the toy. Yeah. So until I knew that, I was very kind of mm. why? Why would you want anything to do with Buzz? Yeah. You know his arc's been completed, but then when I found out that they'd done that, if you twist that bit, it was hopefully should stop your mic from falling. Uh, yeah, give that a try. I can grip technical, it. Technical difficulties. I can grip it like this as well. <laughs> it looks wrong. <laughs> um, but it feels so right. <laughs> right. <laughs> One random thing as well. So this is like literally in the first five minutes of the film. There's the rookie. Uh, Fe- Feathering Hamstan. What's Bill his name? Hader. Yeah, I didn't realise it was Bill Hader. I didn't yeah. notice his voice at all. I was looking that up earlier, actually. <laughs> it's quite cool. Um, yeah, very good story. This is... I mean, I know Pixar's animation gets better and better every time, but I'd say this is their best again. Mm. Like some, the lighting in it in particular is very good. Um, it also 
demands the most yeah because of the action sequences and i think going back to my point of saying everyone wanted a buzz film Mm. that carried on what happened at the start of toy story 2 i'm glad that they've now done it because they probably would have struggled to do it in the past Mm. for it to look that good but now the the action sequences were really fluid yeah um very very sleek very dynamic easy to follow and like it's interesting because the way buzz like fights in toy story is actually how he fights in this film they've gotten the same like uh mannerisms and stuff especially like the flips and the rolls yeah there's one flip he does which we'll talk about in spoilers which is just classic buzz (laughs) uh push your mic away slightly i think you're a bit too close there we go um yeah so i suppose we were jumping to actoring I think we should start with animation, maybe. Uh, yeah, can start with, yeah, well, kind of carry it on. We've been talking animation. about it a bit already. Yeah, um, so I can't really think of any bad animation bits in this one. It's, it's all just really solid all the way through. Mm. Um, the design of the suits is really good as well, because it's not quite the toy design. It's slightly tweaked um, to be a little bit more realistic looking. But yeah, I think they pulled that off really well. And uh, all of, <laughs> for lack of a better description, all of buzz's move set is brought into this mm-hmm. really really well um and yeah the the way it's kind of he, he doesn't just have all of these things it's all kind of brought into it in a natural way and the uh the animation pulls it off very well like um whenever the ship takes off like the actual like takeoff sequence is really good yeah um yeah i was impressed and the action sequences were really quite exciting mm. so i don't know they were well choreographed well choreographed um fluid and just yeah mm. very, uh, really enjoyable to watch on it looked good on a big screen which is always like it's, it's a weird one with animation but people don't think about it much yeah but if you get a good animation it does benefit does benefit from a big screen yeah there's one shot in particular where someone's flying through space where there's two sequences which i can't talk about too much but it's people flying or falling through space yeah falling with style yeah exactly <laughs> and it just looks great yeah it's on a big screen it looks amazing some of the planet designs are really cool yeah everything was a bit sort of um it was obviously we're saying it's a bit darker in tone but the palette was darker yeah so it made it look more realistic mm even though their eyes and stuff are still quite animated and cartoony, the actual environments looked a bit more what you'd expect from real yeah. life. And like there's a, you see it in the trailers, but there's like this tentacle monster thing that's mm. always grabbing people. It's like a running joke throughout the film. It's really good. Um, what else is there animation wise? There's some cool reflections where you see people's yeah. faces in the helmet. Which is another reference to Toy Story. That's what you first see when he's first looking around the room. Pretty much everything in this is a reference to Toy Story at some point. Or oh, another. yeah, definitely. <laughs> the creature designs are quite cool. So, like, of enemies and and allies. Yeah. Although I did just realize the only thing that isn't in it, this is, I guess, like a reverse spoiler in a way, but... The uh the aliens aren't in it. The three-eyed no, alien not. guys are they? Other but, stuff is from Toy Story, but not those guys. That's true. Unless they're planning a sequel, maybe. 
maybe well maybe they just didn't fit with the didn't fit with the tone of the film yeah. probably yeah um unless there's one in the background or something <laughs> <laughs> hello there <laughs> Uh, or it's going to be something stupid. It'll turn out it was meant to be like the tentacle monster or something. That <laughs> they would did be like great. a really different design for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Uh, facial animation as well is really on point. Like mm-hmm. emotional display and everything is really solid in this. They've been, I think, over the last sort of three or four films, they've really improved on that. Not that it was bad to begin with, but from sort of. So, so it's like Soul, Luca, and Turning Red. Tone mm. Red especially, really, really good Expressive. facial animation. Yeah. yeah. And I, don't, I, I presume they do motion capture? For yes, bit. you can kind of see Chris Evans' face in Buzz mm. a little bit, and his mannerisms are kind of there. Have you seen his IMDb picture? Because he looks like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. <laughs> he's pulling that face. He's got a, he's got like a big moustache at the moment for a film. I can't what film he's... Oh, oh, it's the one with Chris... No, 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 it's... um. The other one. Oh, is it the one that the Russo brothers are making? Yeah, yeah, that was it. The Grey Man with um, yeah. Brian Ducklin. Brian Ducklin. Brian, <laughs> Brian Gosling. Um, yeah. Okay. So, well, speaking of Chris Evans, it's kind of a good segue into acting then. Yeah, he's a um, man. Yeah, he he's our main main character, Buzz Lightyear. So they did say about originally Tim Allen doing it, but they wanted to change it slightly so you could separate it a bit more from the toy. That's a good Which idea. Is a good idea, I think. Um, I think Tim Allen would have done, done a good job as well, but I think the tone of it was a bit more serious, so you want to slightly take a... Not that Tim Allen couldn't do serious. He has a few serious moments in Toy Story, but um, I think by completely separating it, it kind of sets the tone a bit more. Um, but he does, he does it great. Like, he's using... I guess his he's not using the exact same voice you would hear as in use for like captain america he's not doing exactly his voice he's doing like a deeper more um yeah it's more, bar- more baritone yeah and he's gone a bit deeper with it which is quite good and yeah i think he think he does a really good job with it he's he pulls off the emotional scenes the comedy and the action sequences as well you know like the the grunt sounds is about mm-hmm. what i could describe as uh yeah, and if I, like I said, I'm pretty sure it's motion captured by the looks of things. Yeah, all of the facial expressions are really good as well from that. So, yeah, no, I think he's perfect casting. Like he's enough like Tim Allen that he's not not a world away. His voice is quite a lot similar. And I think obviously he's probably trained and listened to Tim Allen and gone right. This is where he pauses and how he inflects certain words and stuff. So he's mm. probably done that <clears throat> bit of like coaching, but also like you said it is different enough he brings his own thing to it as well yeah which is good he's uh normally when a character this famous has a voice change it's quite um controversial they've changed it but i'd say there's no problem i didn't think there was any problem when uh, they announced it but i think uh you know he's proven it even more from watching the actual film if it put it this way if i didn't know it was him and i sat down to watch it i'd probably for the first 15 or so minutes be like oh that's tim allen and then yeah, i'd start to tweak. notice a, a tweak mm. which is which is a good thing because it's close enough but not too close mm. <clears throat> um right who should we go for next uh i reckon alicia 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 hawthorne yeah because she's more near the start of the, yeah of the film uh uzo aduba, a- a- aduba? yeah 
uh yeah she was very good as well she's um yeah she was his partner but she becomes like a commander or something she becomes she comes at the highest ranking oh yeah she? um and because yeah she's, the time shift stuff <clears throat> yeah she uh has to like she she's the one who like helps buzz with the missions and everything uh but yeah she was a really interesting character she's probably in it she's in it less than i expected from the trailers but mm. she's in it for quite a bit as well um there's a clever way which without explaining it because it would give it away but they cover her backstory quite quickly yeah but they do it in a clever way in terms of you still kind of feel the growth of the character yeah the pacing for it's really good yeah and you uh, and i think because you're seeing it from buzz's perspective you even though it's not a lot yeah it's enough to it's enough to make the character intriguing um and this is i'm pretty sure pixar's first lesbian character pretty sure uh pixar's maybe yeah yeah i can't think of any others and there's there's some controversy online because you get the typical like assholes that are like oh can't have lesbians kissing in a film it's like literally one one second of a kiss Mm. (laughs) it's really it's like nothing but this was it was an they did it in a way that it didn't feel shoehorned in or anything it was done in a way that was just natural to the story and that's you know that's when they've done a good job i think yeah and i think it's like anything and what pixar have been doing well is because people people are probably complaining because they're saying well you shouldn't expose something like that to kids it's, it's like, like it's no completely normal anyway it's the total opposite <laughs> yeah you normalize it they'll yeah. grow up thinking as it is mm. that, it, that it's normal yeah which it is exactly but yeah it's it, it, people it, got to bugger their ass because they're stuck in the 1950s yeah <laughs> uh, i'll set this one as a as uh <laughs> explicit explicit that's it <laughs> So we're doing an explicit review <laughs> yeah. for a kid's film. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> Love it. Maybe we could do that. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, very interesting character. Uh, there's another character that... Can we mention... That's kind of a spoiler mentioning who they are. But um, Yeah, it is, isn't it? Even though they're quite yeah, important. We'll kind of do it a little bit in spoilers there. Um, another character who is mentionable at this point uh is of course socks no socks is the best character best character in the film he's hilarious he's hilarious the whole way through and he's like he works he's like the mvp of the film because he does a lot to make the the film happen i know he's he's a piece of footwear it's crazy yeah (laughs) a sock could do all that (laughs) no it's a cat it is a cat it's a robot cat uh voiced by peter Son. son i I recognise his voice, but I don't recognise the name. I think he's done a lot of voiceover work. He's in a lot of... um, Oh, stupid IMDb is blocking me with its app. Uh, He's in a lot of Pixar films. So he's in The Good Dinosaur, Monsters University, Ratatouille, Up, Luca. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's in... Damn, he's in pretty much anything from Pixar since... He's in Wally somewhere. What hasn't he been in? Yeah, I think he's in damn near every single Pixar movie. But I don't recognise his voice that much. No, maybe he's changed it though. If if he's I I imagine maybe he's one of those voice actors that's got quite 
a chameleon-esque voice. He can do a lot with his voice. Yeah, that's true. That's usually what happens, isn't it? They a good voice actor can have a lot of different voices. Yeah. To be fair. So you don't know it's the same person. Well, it's like the Muppets, isn't it? Yeah. Like some like Frank Oz does a ridiculous amount oh, yeah. of voices for the Muppets. Um, but yeah, Socks is like the Swiss Army knife of well, Swiss Army cat, I guess. <laughs> Swiss Army uh, cat. He can basically conjure up anything that's needed, and it's hilarious. Like it's a bit where he's like making like a hairball noise and he bursts a blowtorch out of his mouth and it's hilarious um he's the because initially he's a companion cat for mm. buzz because buzz has been doing so much time uh sort of jumping forwards in time mm. that they're worried that he's kind of yeah he's, he needs um he needs emotional someone to support. emotionally support him um but yeah he joins in on buzz's quest shall we say and uh yeah he, he's just a he, I was worried he was just kind of kind of be the bit character that wasn't going to be in it very long, and he was just kind of be funny for a few minutes. But no, he's funny the whole way through. He's a really good character, and uh, yeah, he, he was great. Everyone, everyone loves socks. There's a bit where yeah. he was in mild peril, and the whole room was like, oh, "No," <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, he can't hurt socks." <laughs> no, yeah, that would have been unforgivable. Mm. <laughs> no, he's he's a great character. He shits all over Olaf. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cats are always entertaining in yeah. films, especially in animations. Yeah, and they uh, did a very good, like, it, as a robot, but as a cat still. It was still it was yeah, there's a lot way. of kind of nods to you know, anyone who's had or looked after a cat. They'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah I can see that. <laughs> there's, I won't say exactly what happens, but there's the bit where he fires something that just killed the whole room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> hilarious. Funny um it happens yeah. a few times yeah he, he was definitely the the one to bring the most laughs um but, but you're were... right as well he's he's really funny and his purpose is mainly to be the light relief yeah but he is also really useful yeah incredibly useful and helps well basically does all of the things that needed to happen <laughs> yeah they would have been screwed without him yeah so that was cool uh, right, other actors-wise, we can't mention them until spoilers because none of them are in the trailers. No. Well, they're technically in it, but you don't know who they are. So, I mean, the easiest way to explain them would, would be to say across the board, I would say all the voice acting yeah, is really good. Yeah, very good, good voice acting. Well. And very surprising actors that are in it that you don't really know are in it until you've actually seen it, mm-hmm. which is which is surprising that they were. Um it's a good good range of accents and voices because I think some animation films it can sound like they all kind of sound very similar. Yeah, and I know that's probably because I'm English, and to to me, it's like Americans think we all sound some Ameri- well some American that's generalizing generalizing, but some Americans think we all sound have the same, same accent, but yeah. we've got different regional dialects. Yeah, and it's probably harder for us to pick up the different american accents because we yeah generally we hear voices we hear voices quite a lot from certain parts of america yeah. not all of them but um but it, it there was a good range yeah and they're and get they're engaging voices uh, because you've mm. got to have people that have uh, especially for a bit yeah and especially in the kids film they've got to have a bit of energy and enthusiasm to them mm. and it, it feels like that's in it because in the original Toy Stories, I don't know if you've ever seen footage of like Tim Allen and uh, yeah, 
uh, Tom Hanks, but they like really they have go a lot for of energy it. for it. Yeah. yeah, which is yeah, you know, a lot of people think voice acting is just oh, you know, it's it's acting but easier. And it's like, well, it's not. It's it's different kind of acting. You know, yeah. Case you in have point, to put yeah. everything into your voice, sort of thing. Exactly. Case in point, being Robin Williams in Aladdin. Yeah, I mean, like he throws ev- like he's yeah. full on in that. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, so that's pretty much the only actress we can mention because the rest of it is very spoiler heavy. Um, music? Music was good. Yeah, it was a good score. Again, it, it's it's another one of those films, I know I say this in quite a lot in reviews, but it's music that I wouldn't necessarily say I can remember any of it in particular, but it always fit the scene and was always good. You know, mm-hmm. it was. it's not anything you're going to be humming along to, but it's it fits the scene and adds to the epicness and, you know, I would say also kind of to lump music and sound department together. I know it's separate, but the volumes felt really well done. Yes, it's uh, there's been a occasional date, occasional films coming out where the sound mixing isn't too great. Um, Oh, some of it's awful. Yeah, like Nolan's had as much as I love Nolan, his sound mixing needs some work. Mm. Um, Like, but at least with that, I know it was annoying, but it was. It was the opposite because it was too loud. Yeah. But it was intense. Yeah. Whereas with things like the second Godzilla film and the Jurassic World films, it sounds really quiet. Yeah. And muffled. So there's no tension. And I think the reason for that is, is they probably haven't tested it in enough environments to make sure it's going to sound right. Or what, like in an actual auditorium? Yeah. So they they would have edited it on like a big sound mixer and, you know, big... Yeah, a multi sound setup, but yeah. it haven't quite tweaked it enough for cinema. Um, thankfully, things like with Tenet, for example, in cinema, the sound mixing was iffy in that, but the, the Blu ray release fixes it. Yeah, they've obviously gone back and remixed that. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, this the sound mixing was spot on, and like the sound effects were particularly good as well. They have like these not quite lightsabers, but oh, like, they were cool. Yeah, yeah, they're like blades, but they have like laser bits to them um <clears throat> that uh you know essentially they work like lightsabers they had a really cool sound effect they kind of look like something out of gears of war yeah yeah mm. that's a good it's a sort of similar sort of idea to it or halo or something like that mm. you know yeah the uh, visually it had that kind of look to it yeah i could imagine pixar could do a good like mass effect style film or something yeah if they did it'd be interesting to see pixar branch out to like not just kid I know this one was a bit more serious, but to like a older audience movie, do like a, a twelve rated Pixar film mm. where it's about a serious, yeah. s- serious subject sort of thing. But well, you never know; they might get there because yeah. like, things like Inside and Turning Red are a bit more mature in terms of their themes. Yeah, I would say it as well. Going back to the music, that when when the um, the action scenes happen, mm. it's very dramatic and rousing music. Like yeah. It, it feel it feels like good space action music. <clears throat> it feels intense. Like mm. for a for a kids' film it's quite intense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They like 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 we said before, like the choreography and the fights and the tension built up in them is very good. The first time he does like the test the hyperdrive. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. really full on, but really cool. Because mm. it had the kind of classic multi lights thing going on and Buzz kind of being like like yeah rocked by the kind of g-force <laughs> that was cool yeah they they definitely got that right and although you don't see a lot of space as such it's more this planet the the sound effects and everything on that and all of the animation between it was all really well done mm. so you know it kind of makes up for it 
Um, I wonder if people. Uh, I wonder if um, people might struggle with this because it is all set on one planet. Maybe, but I didn't really expect it to be like planet hopping as such. No, but maybe that's what people. That's yeah. what some people did expect. I think. I think. Yeah, maybe a lot of people expect didn't expect quite a serious story out of it. Yeah, but I think Pixar does a really good job with serious stuff. So you know. definitely, definitely. Um, that's music. That's yeah, cinematography and everything was great. Um, the thing that always know, like really well shot. Yeah, really well shot, but uh, you know. The angles are good. <laughs> there was um, some really nice uh, use of kind of that sort of classic thing where they don't show certain characters. And they, yeah. they do the almost Jurassic Park. They show a foot at the back of the head. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Reflections. No, and it's for a certain character. Yeah. I liked how they did that. There's a there's they a didn't couple show of them straight away. Did they? There's a couple of references again to that to Toy Story from that. Um yeah, I can't. Remember. I I don't see how it's gotten anything below four star. Hmm. Like, really don't. It's a really solid film, really good animation, really well acted, and yeah, there's nothing to complain about here. So, and it's really well put together. The guy who directed and wrote it has worked in the anime. Like a lot of Pixar directors, he's previously co-directed and been in the animation department. Oh, nice. They always seem to promote through <clears throat> their own. Um, yeah. Uh, their own people their own people which it always seems to work out yeah because at the end of the day they've got all that experience of working on other Pixar stuff exactly yeah Um, and the editing was really nice like yes I I noticed this with a lot of Pixar films I can't think of a Pixar film where there's like a dodgy cut yeah so they must really proof go through it a lot in post thing is is Pixar has had people working there for well a good few decades a couple two nearly three decades now yeah and um i suppose a lot of those people have just stayed on there because if you're working at pixar where do you move up to mm. there's not really another animation company that you can that can really top it so no especially you know. in the moment it'd be seem sensible yeah it, i saw a documentary on it as well they seem like quite a yeah it seems a nice friendly place, to work. place. And they've got their own university now so that's they do probably university of, of pixar uh well, right. Well, before we go into spoilers, I suppose we need to get uh, someone else's mystery opinion. guest. Mystery guest time from Mystery Corner. I'll get the old curtain ready, and uh, we'll get their opinion right now. <coughs> I must go. Well, aren't you the sweetest space toy I ever met? Thank you. Thank you, Thank you mystery guest. You are mysterious as always. <laughs> anyway. Just like this film. Yes. Because we can't say too much about exactly. it. Exactly. So we're going on to spoilers now. Uh, it'll be spoiler heavy from in a few seconds time. So if you're leaving us now, goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Good. Give give it, give it, give Lightyear a go. Yes, because definitely. again, like <clears throat> if you think, oh, do we need another Buzz Lightyear film? You know, it, it's, I think that it brings quite a lot different to mm. the table. Like, like you said before we went to see it, that there's time travel. And I didn't even know about no. that. And it is slightly in the trailers, but yeah, it's it's not that heavily shown off beforehand. It's a really interesting mix between familiar because it has references and it has certain things which follow the arc of Toy Story. Yeah. But also th- things that I didn't really see coming. Mm. Like the way they've approached certain story plot points and character developments is actually quite different from what I expected in yeah. a good way. Definitely. Oh. Right. Okay. Spoiler time. 
Prepare yourself. So, yeah, there's multiple characters that will kind of do carry on with acting now. So we'll do we'll do the big one first, which is Josh Brolin, of all people, which I didn't James know. James Brolin. James Brolin, in fact, not Josh. His father. Um, And he played Zerg, who was secretly actually Buzz Lightyear from an alternative timeline. Yeah. Which I always thought was a really good twist because I was... Exp- when when zerg starts coming up to buzz and being like oh you know come with me i was like oh my god they're actually gonna make him his father yeah that's what i I was like that's genius i thought that was just a one-line joke for toy story 2 um and then when he reveals himself he buzz sees him and he looks just like him and he's like oh it's gotta be my dad so he says dad and then yeah turns out it's actually him from a timeline where uh he used the hyperdrive to go so far into the future to uh discovered like well he he just basically fled because he was going to get arrested for stealing the ship which is the only point that confused me about this film so it's basically doing the parallel yeah different so, time alternate timeline so <clears throat> basically the future so zerg when he did the uh, hyperlight drive and actually got it to work and then he came back and landed and he had that crash land semi crash landing it created a separate well no what happened there is is he because uh so so he does that he comes down people come and arrest him because he stole the ship um it's been it would have still been 22 years by that point and then instead of getting arrested he just flies off and hyperlight hyperdrives again into the future by decades he then discovers yeah no i get all that yeah but how did the second parallel timeline open in the first place uh because that that buzz goes back in time and starts changing things because he comes back with zergs the zerg ship technology and and uh brings all the robots down to the planet and because he's gone back in time him arriving back again no one's there to arrest him and that's when that timeline kicks off does that make sense yes but then how he basically zerg interrupting going back in time has changed things um But yeah, they did a quite a good animation on him because like he's he's like skinnier because he's older. I thought yeah, it was quite I good. That as well. Um, but yeah, uh, James Brolin as the voice was really good. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be Tim Allen. I did as well. <laughs> yeah, actually. I thought that would have been a good good choice. But I can't, I can't imagine a villainous Tim Allen. Oh, I, th- I reckon he could <clears> pull it off. Probably could. I just can't imagine it. <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, Zerg is in it, and he's really menacingly done. He's like. Well, fucking tank. he's like nine foot tall, yeah, and he's like got like these robot hands and everything. He's got his like tennis ball laser gun. Um, I'm glad <clears> they <throat> didn't go for the cape though. Did he have? A, oh, he did have a cape, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, because the cape would have looked a bit too comical. Wouldn't have suited. Well, not yeah. comical, but a bit too. I don't know. It looked yeah, a little gritty and not wouldn't having a cape. quite suited. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the design's really cool. There's a point where you were saying where it shows at the back of his head mm. and i was like oh they do that in toy story 2 when they look through his viewfinder yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah he was a really good villain and he also has uh in the toy story 2 the game bit that rex is playing they have those robots as well and they're really good and they have these little devices that allow them to teleport any object back to zerg ship and that's got some yeah, that's a good way of kind of moving the plot along quite quickly in a like a quite a smooth way. Um, yeah, uh, he he was really good. He's really menacing, and like when the the twist of him being Buzz from the future was was awesome. I thought. 
and there's that classic bit in the game which Rex keeps dying because his hands are too, his arms are too oh, yeah. short. But when he flips over Zerg, and then he gets shot in half. Yeah. But obviously he doesn't <laughs> yeah, get shot. Gets in, right. He doesn't get shot in half, <clears throat> but he does that flip. Yeah. And it looks even like the angle. The, the angle. The, the um. I think the music even played a bit on it as well. Yeah. Probably. <clears throat> um. But yeah, they, the the only thing they could have had was uh, the bit where the spikes come running down the hallway. But I guess that could have been a bit too silly. Yeah, it, yeah, they didn't go full bald. They with didn't. It, they didn't they? go over overkill with it. But yeah, they did a. They I guess did they didn't want to copy it. They just wanted yeah, to kind of homage it, it, but not. They didn't want to do a Force Awakens and literally have the same yeah, sequence. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's. James Bro, that's Zerg. Zerg was fantastic. I was waiting for. I knew he was going to be in it, but I was just waiting. They built him up quite well. They, they kept like, hiding him quite a bit. Yeah, because it even got to a point where I thought maybe they're not even doing Zerg. Yeah, and then he turned up. I was like, cool. Uh, so we also have Kiki Palmer, who plays Izzy Hawthorne, who is uh, granddaughter or the granddaughter of the character. I can't remember the name of Alicia. He's a, Alicia. She, she's Hawthorne. the granddaughter of Alicia. Granddaughter of her. Yeah, she's kind of the opposite of what her grandmother was like is that she's not very she's scared of space and she's like not even a rookie yet and she's you know like trying to be better and everything yeah Um, the the, um alicia the grandmother is quite headstrong throughout the whole thing and she's quite tough Mm. and no nonsense yeah and then yeah her granddaughter's the opposite yeah but almost trying to trying to live up to the name yeah Yeah. um yeah uh she was really good as well she comes into it what halfway through it's a film that felt a lot longer than it actually was it was only an hour 40 i think that's the clever thing where with the time yeah it makes it it in a good way it makes it feel longer yeah um yeah she 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 was very good throughout it and uh yeah good character good character development for basically everybody i thought pretty much um then you have the rest of the crew that helps him, which is uh, Taiki Waititi, who I had no idea was in this film. Nope. Um, he plays... What's his name? Mo Morrison. Mo Morrison, was it? Uh, and he's kind of like the the even more useless one. He's making constant mistakes. He is, but then he kind of... The last part of the film, he suddenly starts to become surprisingly useful. Yeah, he has his redemption. Which is quite <laughs> funny. Uh, Taika Two was good. He's kind of using his sort of fairly usual voice that he uses in films. Um, but yeah, he was funny as well. I did think they slightly overdid the fact that he was useless. Like just a couple of moments, nothing major. But I was just a bit like, oh come on, give him something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did like his fascination with the fact that his suit had a pen as well. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a good long running joke. <laughs> um, and then you have the other Darby. Woman. Yeah. Dale's Souls? Yeah, Dar- that... Darby Steel. Yeah, I've not, uh, I don't recognize her from anything else she's been in. She had a really funny character backstory. <laughs> yeah, she was a she was a criminal for, what did she go to prison for? Stole a, a jet. Oh, stole a jet, which is called Buzz, yeah. Buzz death. Um, I've realized as well that Buzz's spaceship looks a bit like his box. Oh, yeah, yeah. it does. I was trying to figure out, like, there's going to be a reference to it why his box looks like that and yeah his spaceship looks a bit like it yeah, <clears throat> there is an awful lot in this yeah but yeah darby was good <clears throat> yeah very very good character as well all, all of that sort of crew were good um and obviously again like 
like keep the plot moving forward at a steady pace yeah the, it, it started because the problem is you could have made this film rely too heavily on buzz yeah but i think it was a nice addition to bring in a crew with him yeah and at first they are kind of like the three stooges because they're pretty ineffective <laughs> but that is that it there is a reason it's a plot device because it's more to do with buzz's inability to, to work with other people work with other people that are rookies at least yeah exactly um and I quite like that as well about the film that there's morals to it. Yeah, it felt kind of old fashioned in that sense. <clears throat> it was like it was a a good message that oh you know yeah you shouldn't you should just give everyone a chance give everyone a chance work with others especially with the world as it is now it's quite yeah <laughs> it's quite, quite <laughs> yeah. nice that people aren't just fucking being dicks to each other. So one uh, one thing that did surprise me this film had was realistic semi realistic guns. There's mm. like a bit where he's like checking the ammo and everyone was like, this is weird. I'm watching a Pixar movie with like handguns in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Um, There's quite <clears> a lot of explosions. As yeah. Well. Like a rocket launcher at one point uh, that realistically reloads and everything. I was mm. like, this is pretty mm. weird, but it was cool. Um, and yeah, the, the, Zerg, the Zerg robots were quite, quite well done as well. They were like quite menacing. And there's the one that Buzz fights quite early on. And then he just keeps trying to catch back up to him throughout the whole film. It's quite funny. It's also interesting that I don't think there's there's one fatality, which is just old age. Yeah. Which I found quite sad. But which is that was the Pixar like tearjerker moment. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Um, but that and that was just like Interstellar. Well, there when was. He, when oh, he, yeah. When, he, when with his mum. That's who's true. His, no, his, sorry, his, his daughter, daughter, who's like three times twice his age. Yeah. That that bit always gets me, and that was kind of similar. And uh, there technically was two fatalities: the future version of, fo- of socks oh, got crushed yeah. as well, the Terminator-looking socks. Poor little fella. Yeah, but considering they didn't kill too many characters, yeah, the threat did always feel quite high. Yeah, yeah. Zerg, like I said, Zerg was always menacing throughout it. It was always menacing, and the action sequences were quite were intense enough that you thought, oh, you know, this could end. This yeah. is quite dramatic. You didn't quite know where it was going to go. That um, sequence where he's f- he's falling, yeah, falling with style, but he's <laughs> not because he's like hitting things and things are exploding. It's like a long shot where he falls out <clears throat> of the plane, doesn't he? Yeah, the spaceship, <clears throat> and then he engages the jetpack. Yeah, because that's uh, very cool. I-, I was wondering, like, I was looking at the back of their suits. So I'm like, where are the wings going to come into <laughs> this? And then when he got on the ship and then he did the eject thing and it connected to him and I was like, oh shit, here come the wings. And yeah, he gets the jetpack that way. And then when the film's coming to a close and they get their new suits that have all of this stuff built in, the lasers and uh, the jetpack and everything's there Mm. now. I thought it was really cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I think they did a really good job of how the film progressed and the pacing and everything of it. And it has actually got three end credits but Christ, that brought a new meaning to the word end credits. It's literally after everything. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true. Like, normally an end credits in like a Marvel film is credits, 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 end scene. Then it'll do the logos and everything afterwards. No, no, this does the pick Disney logo, the Pixar logo, the Pixar logo goes dark, and then it's about another five seconds before the final shot comes in. Yeah, most people have left, them. Yeah, they? which is showing that Zerg is still alive. So likely to be at... Hopefully it does well enough that it gets a sequel because it definitely deserves one. 
or we were thinking, yeah, a Disney Pixar, a, a Disney series. Plus series. Because he's got a crew now. <clears throat> yeah. So it would make more sense. <clears throat> You'd be and, able to work more with a Disney Plus series. And also, if it did do well, they might be better off putting it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Because it's, you know, easier to... Hopefully, when it comes to Disney Plus, the film, it'll get a few more. It'll get a bit yeah, more positive possibly. reception. But One thing I did find odd... It's like the only negative thing about this film, which is probably my my own issue with it, as opposed to an issue with the film, was there were a few points, I know it's going to sound stupid, but I was like, that seems unfeasible, they'd survive that. (laughs) But this is, the reason why is, I think, because in Toy Story, everything's such on a minimal, when you actually look at it. Yeah, it's on a minimal scale. It's on a minimal scale, that's the joke, right? Um, and they're toys so the concept of a toy dying is hard to kind of mm. imagine yeah. i don't know it's a bit weird but and, and you can think well they'll just be broken or something or blah 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 or the, the situation's actually not mm. as bad it's not really life and death apart from i guess three but they get yeah. out of it whereas in this i thought there were a few moments where i was like I don't think they'd survive that. Yeah. <laughs> when they were like returning into the orbit. Oh yeah, and like, Buzz is like fly them up. Yeah, it's like, why isn't he burning up? Yeah. Um I suppose but, his suits are good. <laughs> yeah. But again, they're all flying around in space. It's a it's a Pixar movie. It's a Pixar film, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's a small gripe really. It doesn't really hold merit. Yeah. Well, uh I think that's pretty much it. I uh, I very much look forward to some of the follow up films that are standalone movies from the Toy Story franchise, such as Ham, or Woody, or Slink, or oh, Rex. He could, Slink could be like, I don't know, I was going to say he could burgle people's houses because he's slinking, but he'd make so much noise. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what would be funny about it. No, I, I, It would be funny to see it. Like, I, I can almost imagine a Woody film, but I guess that's Woody's roundup from Toy Story 2 is where his character comes from. That would... But realistic Woody, I don't think would really work. No, because he is based on a toy. But they could do Woody's Roundup on Disney Plus as a. Series. Oh yeah, could, you could do it as like five minute episode shorts. Exactly, That'd be good yeah. actually. Um, but yeah, and then <laughs> the Mister Potato Head movie would be Potato. <laughs> uh, it's it's a difficult one because again, initially I always go to no, they should stop now. But then every time I say that, they they, make they always one. come out with something yeah. good. Yeah, I I don't want another Toy Story because the way four ended, you can't really carry that on I, because the characters no. are separated. But I, I would happily take another Buzz Lightyear film. I don't think they'll do another Toy Story. No, I mean, I, Lightyear was the sensible way to go because it was a good story to tell. It had such yeah. an expansive idea, <clears throat> and and you know, space and everything like that. Whereas the other toys are just kind of toys. Mm. I can't really think apart from Woody. Yeah. Yeah, that's about all I got. Yeah, me too. I suppose we'll call it there. Yeah, so I guess to summarise, buzz off. To infinity and beyond!